So recording? Right then, let's do this. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to today's episode. I hope you're all doing well. I'd like to begin by reminding people that there's a playlist on Spotify associated with the show, so please go check it out. It's the type of music you don't need to be in a nightclub to really appreciate, and you know, that kind of sums up my listening uh, taste. But also a big shout out to all those who've already checked it out. You know, I do appreciate you. And on an even bigger shout out level, whatever this may be, thank you to all those who've been listening since the very first episode, you know, the awkward one with Matt Gash. I really appreciate that. But anyway, let's keep it moving. Today's guest, where do I begin? He's the first person to demand that I have them on the show. I was like, okay, sure, whatever. And that was followed by this quote. I won't be shocked if you make me a permanent guest after this episode. I was like, okay. Um, He's recently turned 23 and claims to be able to rap. I stress claims. He's one of the longest serving players at RSL. He is the one and the only. Justin Glad. I think we need some air horns for the man. Ryan, have you got any in the back? Any air horns? Justin Glad. Welcome to the show, my guy. Thank you, thank you. Thank you for inviting me on. Oh, yeah, inv- inviting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so when are you going to get me on the show? Is that an invite? I mean, it's crazy that it took two seasons. Two seasons to get on the show. Yeah, well, I've only, yeah, well, mm. I've been busy, like, doing stuff. But I apologize, you know. And thanks for coming in anyway, because I know you're a busy man, you know, with Fortnite and things this like that. This is true. This is true. I yeah. got dogs. Yeah, you have dogs. And yeah. someone in the team said it's the same as having children. So, yeah, it's obviously, whereas I'm Similar. here. Yeah, Similar. Yeah. I, I heard, well, we'll, we'll, we'll agree <laughs> to disagree on that. But firstly, we need to begin with the most important thing, the most pressing thing at hand, which is you promised the people 16 bars. Yo, so what's crazy is before the show started, you said I didn't have to do anything I didn't want to do. You promised the people 16 bars. 16 bars. Do you think you have 16 bars available to give to the people? Definitely not, but I could do my best. <laughs> <laughs> All right, how about you just give us maybe two, perhaps four? I can get, yeah, I can get the first two lines and then and then my brain starts scrambling a little bit. Okay. If only there was a way to find an instrumental oh, man. to just start playing. Oh, oh my God. Whoa. All right. You think you got this? No. <laughs> well, the beat's rolling. I tell you what, are we going back and forth on this beat? Uh, no, just just fourth with you. All right. You reckon mm. you got this? Oh, this is going to be terrible, dude. My roommate's going to roast me for this. It's fine. Get yourself a drink and let's right. go. Yep. <clears throat> hey, yo, turn my headphones up, please. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. I'm chilling in the booth with Nader Mono Oha. Yeah, my whip clean, but I never try and show off. See, there's two. Okay. There's two good. bars. Okay, carry on. All right. See, now I'm nervous. Okay, now I'm so now he's off beat. Yeah, yeah, I'm off beat. Okay, okay, so okay. Let's okay. Go back and forth, no, no, let's, let's cut it. Sorry, let's cut, let's cut the music. Let's cut the music. Let's cut oh, the music. Let's cut the music. So just, just to clarify, like, I didn't bring you on to be that terrible. Yeah. But you said you had the 16 bars. I didn't ask you for 16 bars. And instead, you gave me two bars. Yeah. And that was what it was. Yeah, but it's quality, not quantity. But where was the quality? I mean, you heard it. Did I? You heard what I can do. Okay. Imagine if I had like, oh, I don't know, a little mixed drink in my hand. 
<laughs> oh my days. <laughs> let, let, let's be honest. What's just those two bars are gonna stick around for the rest of your career. I know. I cannot do. Uh, I can. Uh, but I listen, listen. You, listen you, you said you said you said it was quality. So having those two bars stick with you is a good thing, no? Yeah, it is quality. Yeah, I might get signed off of this. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I um. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah, that was that was as good as I've heard in this studio. Yeah, but yeah, you know, better than Matt Gash's bars. Well, I think he'd probably have a few better bars than you. There's a guitar, uh, to, guitar to the side. I can see him being like a bit of an acoustic guy. Yeah, you know, that's I can fair, see that. That's fair. So it's interesting. You so you gave me two bars when you promised me sixteen, and it's amazing. You're just the next person in line to really like fall quiet when the mics go live. You have all these great ideas, and I'm going to do mm. this. I'm going to do that. Then as soon as the mics are live, there's there's nothing. Well, I can't just leak my best stuff. No, you can. You can do that. That's what people do. Mm. You become viral. You know, you, you do TikTok. You could you could have TikTok the whole thing, but... Do do t- well, yeah. But did it do TikToks for like 10 seconds or not? Yeah. Two bars would have been perfect for a TikTok, actually. It's mm. a shame. One thing I'm noticing, though, is, you know, when you said you had the 16, just for a split second, I thought you'd be the Ginger J. Cole. <laughs> That's actually what they call me. Who's they? They're fans. Of what? My my rap. My rap fans. It's sort of like, they're, it's a little, you know, there's not many of them, but the few that have heard me, that's what they call me. Listen, let's let's all be very, very honest and truthful here. Anyone, it's underground. It's anyone, under, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't get it, bro. It's underground. Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. Anyone that um, has met you in real life and seen you on TV, <laughs> facts are facts, you look more like a backing singer anyway. <laughs> so... Yeah. That's fair. That's okay. fair. So next time you come on, people would like maybe four bars. You know, I actually, one of my buddies makes beats and whatnot, and he was saying, he was telling me, uh, hey, like, I'm looking for a singer. Like, and he, he asked me, he's like, yo, like, do, do you, you know sing? One? And no, I was you know, like, asked you, do you know one? No, he said, he's like, I was like, oh, word, like, that's cool. Like, and he's like, so, like, and I'm like, yeah, dude, my voice is actually trash. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> my, I can give you my sister's number if you want. Hey, but. listen, that's fine, you know, because you can, you can rap, though, apparently. Yeah. So those two bars are going to be the ones that set you off and start your rapping career. <laughs> Pretty much. All right. Pretty much. Cool. Well, we'll move on from what's just happened anyway. I got to let Freddie know I'm retiring soon. <laughs> Get yeah. into the rap game. Listen, let's let's talk some soccer for now, something you can actually do. Yeah. <laughs> so you're a true RSL man. You've been here your whole career. Indeed. I've clocked that at 110 MLS games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And at 23 years of age, that's a lot of games considering most people come through college and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So why was your route to this position so different to someone who went to college? Like, why didn't you go? Um, for me, a lot of it was, so when they when they first offered the contract, I was 17 years old, okay. um, so a, a junior in high school. Um, and it, it actually took a while for me to actually sign the deal. Um, but why? it was... Why was it? Well, again, because I was uh, going to go to Stanford, or I was committed to Stanford, ah, okay. um, and and my family, especially on my dad's side, is very big on education um, and 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 achieving, getting a degree and whatnot. Um, and me personally, not so much of a fan of schoolwork and, and all that. Um, <laughs> yeah. But the, it was it was a lot of the a lot of it was I had to wait another year and a half until I could actually go to Stanford. And then play that first season. Yeah. So you're looking at about two years of, of time where I wouldn't be developing at the same level I would if I was at RSL. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I ended up I ended up signing. Um. And no no regrets. Yeah. How did you actually break into the first team? Because say my story and other people who start from quite young, 
obviously you can be a good player, but to put trust into a defender to start mm. from basically as a team, like yeah. what what happened? Like as I say, how did you end up breaking in so yeah. young? Um, I mean, a lot of it is is luck, if you will, um, timing, and and uh, there were I'm pretty sure there were like three injuries before me. Okay. Um, so I mean, who were they? Uh, Olave was hurt. Schuler was hurt. Um, ah, I think there was one other player. I, I can't even remember who mm. was hurt, but I kind of got tossed in, in the fire. Um, and you know, played well, and and you kind of start to build that trust the the more games you play. Yeah. How did you manage to stay in the team when those guys were back, or did you just step back out of the team again? Um, I, I it was just I was playing well. Um, and at that at that point in time they were still coming back so I, I think I got about like maybe seven games in a row um and then and then that was it and then the next season came around and I had to wait again a little bit um and then another I think it was a red card from Olave had a red card um and then so I got to play the next game played well and then from there on out I kind of secured my spot um okay. just based on on playing well and how old were you at this point I, I was I want to say 19. Okay. Okay. So you're still quite young. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. So during all this time, honest question, honest answer required here. Yeah. 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 That's all I get. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, <laughs> when would you say your peak was when you were playing your absolute best? I would say, I'd say one of my first two seasons of getting like actual games. Um, maybe 20. 2017 2018 and why was your peak then and not now you know that that is a good question um i know i wrote the question yeah um you know i'm not sure i think maybe i think the league honestly to be fair was not as good mm -hmm. um the the quality of players was not as high mm -hmm. which is not to take anything away from myself oh, listen, you've taken it, you've taken it away <laughs> yeah. already it's um, moved on but also, I don't know. Maybe it's uh, you're like hyper hyper attentive just because you're you're young and you're still mm -hmm. you have all that adrenaline running through your body. Yeah. Uh, whereas now, I mean, I don't know, hundred and ten games, you kind of get used to. It. You're yeah, you're comfortable. Almost. Yeah, you're comfortable. So yeah. it's you're going to, and like you're going into the games when you're younger. Like all right, like I gotta have my absolute best performance. I gotta blah 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 blah. Whereas now it's like I know what the job is. I know what to do. Mm -hmm. um, and it's it's almost easy in a way. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think uh, I, I don't want to. I don't want to say like. No, say it. This we're we're here for it. Whatever you want to say, I'll get the tea ready. Just say it. No, yeah. Um, hey, my peak is still to come. Hey, that's, there it is. We're it playing right cliche there. bingo, guys. That's yeah, the first that's one. it, bro. I'm I'm ready to go. Yeah, I should think so as well. You're 23 years old. Yeah, that's that's nothing. That's that's, that's nothing. <laughs> Tell you what, though, it was no. crazy. I feel I feel a little old, man. I was looking at. Uh, Huli and, and Luis the other day and I swear to God it feels like yesterday I was 17 like <laughs> and now I'm 23 oh like, the big 23 the big 2-3 I'm, big I'm two, on the three. way out almost wow well, I, would, I wouldn't go that far <laughs> so considering you've been at the club for so long do you think people look at you like you are one of the longest serving players or not um yeah I would I would mm, I would say so just because when you look around, there's really it's just Bex now, me, mm -hmm. Bex, and Luke. Um, you've been here. You played longer than Luke, or it was Luke the same time? Luke, 
me and Luke signed the same season, but I came uh, mid-season. I signed mid-season. Okay. Um, because of the debate. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, me and Luke are both, I think, on our seventh year, and Kyle's on his like forty-second year, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Give or take, yeah. Give or take a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So, you, so you do think people look at you like that? Not like as a twenty-three. Uh, are you talking? Are you talking fans or? No, I'm talking about people within that uh, locker room. Do people look at you like a twenty-three-year-old or somebody that's been playing for this team for seven years? Uh, they probably look at me like a twenty-three-year-old just based off how I act and how I <laughs> how I carry all the jokes and all the oh, you know you're the, kind you're of messing around. Okay, would you would you rather they saw you as a seven-year vet or like the twenty-three-year-old? Uh seven-year vet for sure. So so why why is it going one way and not the other? I don't know, man. With I, I can't. I can't change. How do you perceive me? That's oh, what I want to know. This is flip it round. Yeah. Flip how do you round. How do you perceive me? Because I I know all about you, but like I see you acting like a twenty three year old. But I do a appreciate mature one. Questionable, but <laughs> I do appreciate how long you've been here. Okay. You know, especially when I after I do my re, I did my research before I came, I saw the sweep, and every time I'm watching highlights of RSL, doesn't matter which year it is, it's like, oh look, there's Justin. You know, what I mean, there's Justin, there's mm. Justin, there's Justin. So you're you're a part of. Um, the fabric of the fo- of the club, yeah. But at times, I don't think you you own that enough. Mm. I think you should do. And you've played a lot of games as well. You've played more games than a lot of, in the MLS than a lot of people who are in that locker room. Yeah, you know what I mean. Obviously, some people might play more games than you elsewhere, but this is your space. This yeah, is your yeah. club. This is your league. And I don't think you carry yourself like that sometimes. Not that it's um, necessarily negative or whatever, but anytime someone walks through the door, they need to know exactly who you are and yeah. what you stand for. You know what I mean? Fair enough. Fair yeah. enough. Like it's good to be. It's twenty three. People know. Yeah, like twenty. Not not saying like to have a go at them or whatever, but the <laughs> amount of information people can get from you, but they might choose to get from elsewhere. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what you're. That's what you're in the locker room for. You got a, <laughs> you got a deep voice. <laughs> <laughs> if it if it sounds deep, people buy into it. Doesn't matter what you're saying. For sure. That's essentially it. But no, this is this is your this is your space. Yeah, yeah. And I think you can still be a twenty three year old, but still represent what you represent. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. say this is your club. Like Kyle is. Uh, is late thirties. Luke again, for the years that he could still play, he hasn't got a long term future left within mm. the game in general. Anyway, like he could say that himself. So this is this is yours, indeed. This is yours, indeed. But you know, you just want to play Fortnite instead. But anyway, <laughs> so um, during this spell that you've had at the club, what would you say your favorite season has been? Favorite season. Um, favorite season. So I have a couple different criteria for that. I have okay, go on. favorite season as as a team and a favorite season personally. Cool. Because um, I again I've been uh, played every game for for the season and then been left out of playoffs. So personally, that's kind of yeah, a, a blow. Yeah. Like, never fun. Yeah. Um, but again, kicking LA out in the first round of yeah, playoffs, yeah. even though I didn't get to start that game, um, yeah. that is a highlight. I'll, I'll jump. I'll jump in there at this point because a lot of this this thing that exists within the world whereby as players and as sports people you appear to be people appear to be very honest when they speak on certain issues mm-hmm. but the fact is it's maybe 80 percent honest yeah and i appreciate the fact that you've said that even though we kicked la out not playing you, yeah there's something which is missing it's not the same yeah you know what i mean it's a different feeling knowing that yeah you've, you've contributed on the field yeah. and like and it's not nothing it's nothing against your teammates agreed, or against anybody agreed. that's played but from a personal standpoint, because you know you can only live your own life, mm-hmm. like it, it does, it does feel a little bit different. Yeah. yeah. So I appreciate yeah. you saying that because it's something that never gets said. But people have to say it because if you don't say it, 
then all of a sudden people question your uh, in, like yeah. your support of the team and all that yeah. stuff, which is all nonsense. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We live in cliches, but please carry on. Yeah. Um, and then and then I would say my first breakout season. Um, you know, scoring my first goal mm-hmm. against Sporting Kansas City, and that was kind of when I really got my. After that game is, so so that game actually, we were probably not expected to win mm-hmm. um, because it, it was you know a, a different back line than usual probably not the quote unquote starting eleven the yeah. preferred starting eleven, um, but it ended up being the back line that we used for most of the year, mm-hmm. um, and that was you know kind of breaking in and, and having a good year and kind of you know garnering that attention that that comes with that that mm-hmm. was that was a fun year for me. Mm-hmm. How about your favorite um, games during your career? That's what we've been a part of. Yeah, beating beating LA six two. Yeah. I mean, whenever you beat a team with with six goals, it's fun. Yeah, but especially when it's LA and you guys lot done on the field. Yeah, yeah, that man. Yeah, um, that was special. <clears throat> yeah, um, that was a good one. Again, scoring my first goal against Sporting that was a phenomenal feeling and, and experience. Um. Uh. Yeah. That, those are my two favorite. Right. <clears throat> so now you need to be really honest with yourself. Indeed. This is regards to result. Which games do you reckon have been your best personal games that you can remember? <sighs> best personal well, games. Because, like, as a player, you know when you've played well. Yeah. You know what I mean. Yeah. You won't necessarily 100%. go and talk about it, but you 100%. know. You, so your shoulders are just. Yeah, you, you feel just, good. Yeah, you, you walk good. off the field with your shoulders back. At times, it's human nature to we got the result it matters but it doesn't yeah. feel this if you've had the if you've got a 10 out of 10 game and you've lost you still feel a little there's good still something, there's still, there's a little still something in there yeah, 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 that yeah. makes you feel good so yeah, what would you say your best games have been um well just recently when we when we beat philly um mm-hmm. i remember i didn't miss a pass and i always count i always count pat like connected yeah. passes and all that because as a defender i mean for me in my mind, my defense is is gonna be good every like I in my mind, my defense will be good every game, no mm-hmm. matter what. But what really separates uh, f- separates players, in my opinion, is is how they are on the ball. Yeah. Um. And, and connecting passes and, and making sure the whole team play like you're not you're not getting rid of the ball, you're not making it so your team's getting countered. Yeah. Um. You're you're giving your team a chance and you're putting your putting your teammates in good positions. Mm-hmm. Um. So that game where I didn't miss a pass, that felt good. Um, best game again. Sporting Kansas City, even and even when I first started, uh, I, I seem to always ha- have really good games against Sporting Kansas City. Okay, um, and I don't know what that is. Um, but one of my first games, again, I was a new player, um, and and we had an injury, and I got thrown in there, and I was the only the only player who wasn't really part of that starting eleven solidified group. Um, and it was an intense game, really intense. I think we won one zero. And I, I played really well. Mm-hmm. And I remember, so after the games, obviously, they asked, hey, like, recovery, do you guys want a massage tomorrow? And I'm still, like, you know, 17, 18. Yeah. And they're like, hey, like, do you want to get on? And I, I remember asking Jeff Antonella and, and John Sturzer, like, oh, no, like, and, and neither of them had played that game. And I was like, oh, no, like, you guys, like, t- go, like, you guys need the massage. <laughs> like, and they're like, dude, what are you talking about? You just played 90 minutes. Like, yeah, you played, you balled out, like, get brilliant. on the table. <laughs> so with um, with RSL, how much has it changed over the years from since you came in to this point now? What's changed? Yeah, massively. Um, the personnel, obviously. But the, so w- when I first joined, it was kind of a, an end of an era, if you will, because we had Nat Borchers, Ned Grabavoy, 
Olave, um, and, and just kind of that, that old guard. Um, and at the end of that, that season, uh, a lot of them left. Ned and, and Nat went to Portland. Um, and, and when I look at the team now with all the people we have, I feel like the team now is just so much younger. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. just a different dynamic. Like, For sure. Uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> a lot of them back in the day, they all had families. And, you know, mm-hmm. it, it was it was kind of a job. And, like, you know, they're, they're trying to get back to their kids and, and take their kids to school and whatnot. Um, and now we have... A lot of young kids, a lot of Fortnite playing, a lot of a lot of Fortnite, Fortnite, yeah. And it's just it's 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 really different feel. It feels more more energetic, more youthful, Mm -hmm. um, and just the banter is is very different. (laughs) Yeah, for sure, for sure. It it feels like obviously I wasn't there at that point, but when I was younger, I was the young person in an older Mm -hmm. dressing room. But it feels like people have many years ahead of them now so as a consequence yeah. that's how they behave and that's how they view that environment mm-hmm. you know that concept of more to come instead of like this is, this it. is it yeah and yeah. this is just what we have to be how about from um an infrastructure perspective like where was the team training what was all that stuff like yeah. what's the investment in the team so yeah i mean we were back at aff um and obviously with this new facility it's it's incredible in lots of ways um it's it's a tad farther than i than i like oh, but cute bless you hey i mean it's another 15 minutes on my morning commute oh i'm sorry um, i'm sorry but, i didn't know yeah but you can see you can see where the investments come and and obviously having the academy here is is massive um i mean the other day we scrimmaged the academy like for me they're a good team by the way shout yeah. out to everyone in the academy yeah of Head course decent, yeah uh but for me like we i never got that experience mm-hmm. uh i never got to you know they're living 15 feet from where we're training mm-hmm. whereas we only got to see the first team when they came down to casa grande for preseason yeah so that kind of that unity and having the monarchs right there and and there's a there's a kind of a closeness uh yeah, yeah. that 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 brings yeah if you had to describe rsl in two ways. Um, tell me how you think you describe it. So the first way is, how would you describe ourselves to someone that's looking to join the club as a player? Um, I'd say we're, we're a hardworking group. At the, at the end of the day, we may not... Th- there are other teams that have, that have more money um, and, and arguably more talent, um, but we're not going to get outworked. We're mm-hmm. going to have, no matter what happens, you got a, a, a team that is going to at least make it difficult to play against. Like mm-hmm. we, we may not always have that, 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 that flair mm-hmm. that maybe LAFC has, Yeah. but we're going to be tough to play against. We're going to, we're going to let you know we're there and we're going to, we're going to fight it. So basically if someone was to join, they need to choose to be a part of yeah. that. You yeah. have to be, you have to buy into the group. You yeah. can't, yeah, you can't you can't come in and, and kind of work. You can't come in and and be your own. Yeah, you gotta you gotta buy in. So how would you then describe us to somebody who's maybe looking to watch a game? Like how'd you get them through the door? Because I don't think saying we work hard is gonna get it. It's <laughs> gonna get it done. <laughs> That's true. So find some spin. Hmm. How am I gonna get someone through the door? Yeah, to go and watch a game. Well, they got the Ginger J Cole. Oh, <laughs> so yeah. So you might as well. The Ginger <laughs> J tickets, Cole. That's tickets flying out right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah, of course. Of um, course. that's a good question. Um, because this this is the entertainment. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah, I think when you when you come into our stadium and you you kind of th- that's the thing. To get him through the door, I would have to sell the the environment that yeah. that we have. Um, and as soon as they're in, I feel like every every person I talk to, 
uh, or, or a new fan, they're like, yeah, the first game I went to was it was electric. They had the the song, the first yeah, like yeah. if you the 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 chant, um, yeah. and they they always they're like, yeah, I didn't expect it quite to be like that, but it was it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of so it's fun. Um, yeah, yeah, it was fun. Um, so having been all those years at RSL, I don't, I've not prepped you on this. So just try and remember as best as you can. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And my memory's shocking, by the way. Yeah, but you, when you get led down a particular path, you'll be all right. Sure. So you have to pick a five-a-side team now, yeah? Yeah. Of players that you've played with throughout your whole time at RSL. At RSL. Mm. Okay, well, that's <clears throat> the first answer is easy. Go on. Uh, Javi Morales. Mm -hmm. um, Albert. Mm -hmm. So we got Morales, Albert. Um, I'll, throw, I'll throw Kyle in there. <clears throat> you know, I would put I would put Ned Grabavoy in there. He was he was low key, like under the radar, very, very talented. Okay. Um and let's see. You need a goalkeeper. Well, yeah. Okay. Romando. So that's your first eleven. How about your second eleven? Oh second second, second five, sorry. Five. Yeah. Uh Sabarillo. Okay. Mm. Aaron. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's tough thinking about I'm just rattling off names without really thinking. Well, <laughs> Aaron, fancy that. Yeah. Uh hmm. Savarino. Mm-hmm. He's good on the five aside. Mm-hmm. Might need a little help on the defensive end, but that's what Aaron's for. If we yeah, exactly, yeah. Mm. Five aside. I got one more and then a goalie. Yes. Saverino, Aaron. Saverio. You say Saverio. Is that what you said? Saverio, yeah. yeah. Um, I'll put... Hmm. Mm -hmm. I, I'm, it's kind of a toss-up between Corey and Bees right now because I have two attackers, and Corey's more of an attacker, and Bees is more of so a... Just just pick one and tell the other they're not good enough. Yeah, I'll do I'll do Beesler. Okay. Oh, Bees is going to love that. Oh, he's going to... He's going to love that. <laughs> yeah, we'll try and edit that point out. Yeah. But go on. And then I'll put, I'll put Ochoa. That's my guy. Achoya? Yeah? yeah. All right. Interesting. Interesting teams there. Very interesting. So now it's time for the hard questions. Mm -hmm. Okay. So get comfortable. Oh, yeah. I'm ready. All right. <clears throat> Might as well take my sweater off. Actually, no. These aren't. You know what? These aren't even that hard. They're not that hard. Mm -hmm. No. It's just, if you're honest, it's fine. So you've not played for the national team yet, mm -hmm. but you've been selected in a few camps. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Is it two camps for the last two years? Three. Three. My bad. How do you view yourself next to some of those regulars in that team? Um, I mean, I think I can compete, no problem. And I think that's kind of a mentality that you have to have, <laughs> to be honest. If you don't if you don't see yourself being as good as them, then what's what's the point? Why are you there? So you think you are as good as them? I think I think Aaron Aaron Long and I think Aaron Long is better than I am and, and Zimmerman. Um Zimmerman's a, a, yeah, he he's also good, but I think I think I'm right there. I'm right there with him. If they have a, they have an edge, you know. Um, but it's it's. But what, what's the edge? Like, what are the differences between you and them? I say Aaron's. They're probably both a, a little better with their feet. They're both a little. They're both bigger than I am. Um, so it's yeah. But I think in terms of reading the game and and speed, it, it's it's very similar. So it's very very close then. Mm. So why do you think they've been selected over you then? Better feet. They, do you think that's all? That's that's all it is. Just better feet. No, I think they. 
they've been they're older they they carry themselves um maybe a little bit they like i mean w- when i go to these camps you can tell they're they're the natural leaders of the team mm-hmm. um whereas if i kind of was in or tried to put myself in that position people would probably look at me and be like yo what are you doing like <laughs> <laughs> you, you don't even have a cap under your belt what are you what yeah. are you trying to tell us right now whereas they both they've kind of established themselves yeah i think you do need to find out why say you're not there you know whether it's a case of because i know you can play really well and they can play really well like is it is it the perception of them is it your perception of them is it other people's perception of them Mm -hmm. is it their level of consistency you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. what really makes the difference because you want to be there and there's no probably yeah probably consistency as well but then consistency cannot be something which you can control yourself for sure for sure so then why not Why, why aren't you more consistent Hey, if I knew the answer, I'd I'd be there, huh? Listen, you've been in the league seven years. Yeah, this, that's long enough to know the answer and figure yeah. it out for yourself. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> you look a bit nervous. Uh, now nah, I'm a little nervous. <laughs> <laughs> for the record, he had to pick up his water just then because his throat was getting kind of dry. Uh, yeah, yeah, well, it's a little hot in here, bro. Yeah, yeah. You know, we we like to keep it around eighty yeah, degrees yeah. in here. Yeah, that's how we like it. <laughs> so playing with um. You're very lucky to be able to play with a good friend of yours, which is Aaron Herrera. Very, very lucky because mm-hmm. you know when you walk in, you, you you come in together, you leave together, you eat together. Like you guys are really, really close. Mm-hmm. You, you and Aaron are basically like a two for one. You know what I mean? Yeah. But what's it like playing in a team with someone that you're so close to? Do you think it helps or do you think it hinders you, or maybe neither? Um, I think it depends. I think it depends on the situation. Um. But I think for me, I think for me, it it helps. Um, again, and it's also I think Aaron's a top quality player. I think he's mm-hmm. no doubt. Yeah, probably best right back in the league. You know, um, but I think it, he he has a, a a work ethic about him that is it, it rubs off easily. So it's like it, it for sure makes me a better player mm-hmm. if he's like. If I'm like, ah, dude, like, I don't want to. And he's like, dude, what do you do? Like, let's go, let's go lit, let's go to Lifetime, let's go lift right now. I'm like, dude, I don't. And he's like, dude, what are you doing? I'm like, ah, like, I guess if, I guess if I'm not going to go with him, I'm just going to be at home chilling. So, like, I might as well go. Um, so, so he pushes you more than you push him? I would say so, yeah. You two, do you think you two are honest with each other? Say, after games and stuff about how games went? Um. Yeah, I mean, that's, that one's easy because I think for me, and uh, I mean, I'm assuming for you and, and every you know how you played. Yeah. So you don't really. Yeah. If I know I played bad, I don't need him to tell me. I wasn't talking. I wasn't. Hey, listen. I said how games went. I didn't say whether you were playing bad or not. But that's what you were getting at. No, no, no. It was not actually. <laughs> it was not. It's. I think it, for me, it was more an appreciation of how can the two of you make each other better. Yeah. Not necessarily in bad games because we know when you've made, we've had a bad game. Like, yeah. yeah. Mis- for, there's no point shouting at someone for making a mistake because the person nine times out of ten will know that they made the mistake. You know, you yeah, don't, yeah, what, yeah. What, sure, what's the point sure, in saying sure. that? Because if anything, you just they lose They know them. already, yeah. But say, mm-hmm. as especially for you, because you've been playing longer than him at this level, you understand, if you really look at it and really sit down and think, you know how the game works here and the little nuances that happen within a game and what matters and what doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm saying you two honestly with each other to the point whereby, you know, um, yeah, you, you played well, but maybe you need to be more aggressive or maybe you were too aggressive. Or maybe you need to be more positive, like, oh, what what was up? Were you there? Were you not there? You know what I mean? Like, mm. true, not criticism, but just feedback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, do you two provide true feedback to each other about 
training games and just general life and being a professional or do you just or are you just a professional and everything just carries on um i would say more towards the we're just professionals and everything carries on but there are i mean there are moments for sure i mean we talk about the training sessions and and the drills we liked the drills we didn't like the the things during the game that that were good or bad mm -hmm. um you know like why were they breaking us down blah 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 this is this um but i would say it's more we're both kind of so so it's not it's not hindering isn't the word as such yeah but say for the, so i would say it's it's he, a for, positive just just in case everyone didn't know on this podcast justin is giving hand gestures to try and explain what's going on yeah so i hope you guys can all see that <laughs> well yeah, I gotta use my. I gotta use my. I'm gonna put my hands. I'm this gonna is, sit on my this hands. Is, yeah, this is all about words. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I gotta be more eloquent. Um, I would say it's it's positive, but there are levels to the where it could go, mm -hmm. and I think it could be higher. Yeah. Um, but I don't think it's it's hindering. Yeah, at all. I think I think you two are good for each other because you keep each other motivated. But I think at times it motivates us sometimes to stay where you are instead of continually trying to get better and better and better, mm -hmm. because as every game passes you shouldn't in theory be a better player for the next game mm. or a better professional as every week passes because mm -hmm. you're surrounded by so many great resources from coaching staff to just the training ground to uh, players and all this stuff or just film. Yeah. And you two having a relationship whereby you can go back and forth about absolutely anything is massive because most people don't have that. You know what I mean? Like most people, when you leave the training ground, you won't speak to someone again until the next time you're at the training ground. Yeah. But here you are. We're now. together probably too much. Well, you could say that, yeah. But then, as I say, it's just how you're lucky as well because you play next to each other. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? So, how, if one of you is having um, not a bad game, but isn't at their maximum for any moment, like how do you get each other to kick on? Or do you just leave it to a point whereby you know that someone is going to individually try and find their way to get better? Like, how do you, how do you view it? Yeah, I'd say more individually. Yeah, which is again, which again, it's not, it's not a hindrance. Mm -hmm. But maybe sometimes you need each other to say, "Yo, come on, let's get going." Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you know, I won't take offense to my best friend saying anything to me. Yeah, no. And it's not critical. It's just like, come on, because if you two play well together, then the game's a lot easier for the two of you. You yeah. can enjoy it more. Yeah. But if you see that one is down, like you know each other well enough to know what to say or what to do to get them to be up again. Because it's you know you should never. I don't think you should feel lonely on a field, especially when you have someone next to you who's as close to you as yeah. you two are. And I'm blessed because I have you to my left as well. Listen, I'm your hype so man. I'm your hype yeah, man. Any person incredible. on the field, any person on the field that's doing well, I'll let them know they're doing yeah, well. Yeah, you yeah. know, and if it's not going well, based on time which I spent with them, I try and figure out why. Yeah. And just yeah. try and get a little bit more out. You know what I mean? Because mm. you shouldn't. You shouldn't be alone. But it's just, as I say, I think you two together are really you're strong together. I think you could be stronger mm. and you've played in the league a long time played a lot of games so realistically you should know how to push it to the next level mm -hmm. and you're both on the verge of making it for the national team so why not both help each other be there and be playing with each other in times to come mm -hmm. but yeah that wasn't even the end of the hard questions <laughs> um, so the simple one to begin with like how would you describe your game my game um yeah, it's just a physical freak. Okay. <laughs> Everyone knows that's a lie. <laughs> no, I would say I would say I read the game well. Um that's that's always kind of been a strength of mine and I would say I'm fast. That's okay. um so like uh, yeah, I can recover if they're I'm not really generally too worried about balls in behind mm -hmm. or 
if if they do break through and there's there's space to be covered, I can I know that I can recover. Yeah, so it's um, like a safety net as opposed to something you just encourage someone to run in behind. Like, yeah, because you read the game well. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then you know my 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 passing, I would say, and this this is where the consistency comes in because I thought at, at times. Uh, I, I, you feel like you can't miss a pass. Yes. And then at other times when your confidence is low, you're like, all right, I just need to connect this. Yeah. I just need to connect this and then get back. Yeah. I think, I, like, I've, I've seen you. I've played with you for 18 months now and all that stuff. And, yes, you, you can pass the ball great. But I think at times, as a defender, like, not many defenders start real big moves and stuff like that. So your role isn't necessarily to yeah. be great on the ball. Turnovers aren't great. But if you keep turning the ball over and it's in their attacking in their defensive third the other teams and our attacking third then it doesn't matter i think it's more about being secure in places that matter for sure for you know sure. what i mean like as i said be great on the ball that's fantastic but it's always for me people i play with it's always defending first yeah and then helping the team start attacks but not being like the playmaker yeah, it's, yeah. there's no one's yeah. right and no one would come and watch games if the defenders were playmakers <laughs> like let's be totally honest about it yeah you know so don't as i say don't judge yourself too much on that judge yourself on how you affect the game defensively and just being a part of a move as yeah, opposed to trying yeah. to be the move because ultimately the people who matter they won't hold that as a higher in higher as high regard as perhaps you do now yeah, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. that's how I see it. But you know, you've you've played this league longer than me, so you probably know more. Um, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so so about I don't know, man. so about your game. This, mm. Listen to the wording very carefully here. Okay. What would you like to add to your game? Um, dude, I would like to get I'd like to get bigger and just stronger. Cause like when you when you see, like I don't know, a Waston or yes. something. It's like or like I don't know. Corey's like. If Corey's talking to me about like, dude, I do not want to go. I do not want to go against Watson right now. Like every time I get yeah. the ball, he's just, I'm getting kicked. I'm getting hit, and like mm-hmm. that's something in my game that I don't quite have. Yeah. Um. But you know, thing with that though, the people like Sergio Ramos, where people say the same because he's constantly kicking people, but he's smaller yeah. than you. Yeah, that is fair. Maybe, yeah, maybe I just gotta get dirtier. Maybe I gotta just be more of a hassle to play against. Maybe. So with that being said, what do you think you need to add? Need to add to get to the next level yeah wherever that may be well i would say consistency i would say i'd say the most important thing as a player especially as a defender mm-hmm. is consistency mm-hmm. um sure and yeah i've had very good very good uh you know moments in in spans of time mm-hmm. and i've had you know below average spans of time yeah i can i that's very honest of you, and I, and I can sort of see that. But I always feel, as a defender, there's no reason for a defender to have a bad game. Like, you can make a mistake or two mistakes, but it doesn't mean you have a bad game. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And I think some of that should come through. Like, you're trapped in this place where you've played seven years, but you're 23, which is still relatively young as yeah. far as, like, players go. But I think you've played enough to see what matters and what doesn't matter and to not let something get ahead of you if something starts going wrong like if you don't start a game well doesn't mean you can't you can't finish it well yeah exactly yeah yeah. Yeah. because that's just a moment in time but to change change the course of a game based how you're playing doesn't necessarily come through doing things which are extravagant it's about going back to doing the things which connect the pass exactly connect it because like you said yourself defending you you know how to defend like just keep defending Yeah. yeah 
Like the, some of the best players I've ever played with, they weren't nine out of ten every single week, but they were always a minimum six because they always did their job. And yeah. sometimes they'll sprinkle extra in there, mm -hmm. you know. And that's that's a, maybe that's a skill in itself to not drop below doing your job. Yeah. But I think you're more than capable of doing that. Yeah. You know. Well, that's and, the thing. I, my again, the the defensive aspect. I don't ever go into a game thinking like, or in the middle of a game, I'm never like. Oh, your your defense is yeah. bad, you know. Yeah, but it's the but it's it's the other stuff. But then there are ways to get around the other stuff. Yeah, you yeah. know, and just I don't know. I guess it's just you you basically revealing that sometimes it, the game can be a real confidence thing mm -hmm. because if you're doing well, everything's easy. If there's a bad spell, it's not so easy. But there's no reason for it to become harder because it's just a moment in time. Yeah, you yeah. know. I think and I think you're very capable of being able to get through those moments and continue playing. And the best thing, really, is as a teammate, you always need to be an asset for those around you. Mm -hmm. Never be a liability. Yeah, yeah. But if you're lost in a moment, sometimes you can become a liability. But just think bigger picture. It doesn't matter. The best mm -hmm. games anyone ever plays in this game or in other sports, I feel like it comes when um, you, it's automatic. You know, because yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what got you to the place where you're at. Like, there's nothing worse. Say, for example, when you see some golfers or whatever who start to choke or other people start to choke because they're now thinking about the movements which they've done hundreds of thousands of times before yeah, yeah, yeah. and done naturally. It's the same for us when, oh, I need to really make this pass. Let me focus on this pass. And I've leant over and I've turned my foot this particular way. Like, the pass is going nowhere. But if you could close, <laughs> you could think, think of how skilled you are compared to, say, the average person. There could be a line that's 30 yards away. And I say, just kick the ball to the line. And you'll just kick the ball and it'll land within maybe one, two yards of that line. Mm -hmm. You try and ask someone who's never kicked a ball before to do that. And they'll have no, they'll be asking you, how do you kick a ball? You know, it's natural to you. Yeah. Playing the game is natural. You've done it so many times. It's so easy. The more you, th over, the more you think about it, the worse your performances will be. Mm. It seems counterintuitive, but yeah, that's kind of where it's at. No, that's true. Um, so as you get older and, you know, you've been settled in the club for so long, it's clearly hard to not get too comfortable but you know you're still trying every day so what exactly keeps you motivated right now like what are your long-term goals and stuff yeah for me it's for me a lot of it is about the again the people next to me it's i don't want to i don't want to or i want to elevate the p i want to win and i want to do good for the people next to me mm -hmm. um and then also it's national team i want to you know again three getting called into three camps and, and not having a cap um will kind of light a fire under you and kind of make you at least it makes me a little angry, yeah. a little motivated. At least that you know, I want I want that cap. I want to be in the national team in that picture, um, and to do that, you gotta you gotta do well with your club. You gotta play good week in week out. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So you just keep pushing. Yeah, keep pushing. So let's talk music for a second, yeah. Mm. So my forte. <laughs> so Aaron's obviously massively into it. He's been on the show. He's spoken about music, and he controls. A lot of the music within the locker room, especially when we're in the gym or whatever. Mm -hmm. And you being close to it means you must hear some music as well. So yeah. what exactly are you into? What am I into? You know... Because the last person that was in here um, was Nick Beasley, who's into musicals. And that's yeah. really weird. But that is weird. maybe you could say something that could top that. I don't think there's anything I could say <laughs> that could top that. Um Dude, I'm into everything. I like, I like. Such a boring answer to yo, begin with. Yo, but it's sick and tired. But it's true. I'm but sick and tired. No, you're not. Do you want to look at my recently downloaded right now? Okay, so do you listen to classical music? 
Okay, come on, bro. Have you got any K-pop? I actually, I, I guarantee you, got you I have classical music on my phone. Because you have a, like a, a Spotify uh, or whatever. It's downloaded. Account. It is downloaded onto the phone. Okay. So do you listen to K-pop? No, I do not. Okay. Um, okay, so let me, let me go back to my... Let me, let me answer this. So I, I'm, I'm a big, like, kind of slow, um, sort of relaxing, like Mac Miller type. Okay. Um, some types of j cole i mean i like all j cole yeah but i'm saying in that kind of slower like, like melodic almost yeah, yeah and you yeah you kind of you, you you have an appreciation for the lyrics and, and what they're actually saying um but again uh, tate recently has moved in to queens Moline, mm-hmm. tm friend of the um, show tate schmidt mm-hmm, tate schmidt and he's he's very into like dance music electronic okay. so i've been listening to a lot of that recently um and then you know if i'm trying to get hyped i I don't. <laughs> what you listen to when you're trying to get hyped? When I'm trying, Meek Mill, okay. uh, Fifty Cent, like old stuff though, like like What Up Gangsta. What, 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 what do you, like, you know, you know about that album? What do you know about Fifty Cent? You were like, you were barely outside at that point. And what? <laughs> and everything, like you don't. It doesn't hold the same weight, surely. Like I was, I was, I was outside, outside when that song was out. Like I was listening to it in venues which had speakers. You, I don't know if you're having solid food. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's probably true. But when you have this appreciation for music that I have, you can you can enjoy anything. Yeah, that's fair to be fair. I'm all, I'm winding you up, but I respect it. When you <laughs> when you named all that stuff, like I'm with it. But when exactly do you actually want to get pump, like feel pumped up for something? And that's the thing. It's it's becoming less and less. But I would say if I'm going out or before a game, mm-hmm. um, I'm listening to that type of like you got to get amped. You gotta. It's so funny though. You, you listening to that music before a game, wanting to get amped, but all you want to do is just like connect a few passes. Yeah, that's so funny. Because <laughs> <laughs> if I um, maybe it's just more so back in England, but say that the duels are like massive back in England because teams would play like with two strikers and you'd mm-hmm. have two centre backs and you know for ninety minutes it's just it's an battle. oh yeah, it's an yeah, all yeah. out battle. Yeah. But sometimes you you were all, you'd be the smaller guy or this more aggressive guy and you're like ah oh, yeah. man. You, He's going uh, for this. You might not have been the smaller guy. Listen, it's happened many guy. a time, many a time. <laughs> it was one time specifically. Um, I was playing with Michael Richards. We were playing against Aston Villa, and Mike was like incredibly strong, yeah, like yeah. Hulk strong. Yeah. And the striker we were playing against was John Carew, and he's like six three, six four, but he's probably like two hundred and thirty yeah, pounds. Geez. So Micah's the ball went over the top, so I'm running back and I'm next to Micah, and Micah runs and tries to shoulder barge him, falls to the floor, gets back up, tries to shoulder barge him again, fell to the floor again. Uh, I couldn't have left that scene any quicker uh, after seeing that. Yeah, but that's, that's like when you got to shift your your tactics. Like, yeah, yeah, you you've got this, you've got this, you've got this. You, <laughs> you take this. But that, you know that's so yeah. I'd listen to music if I knew it was going to be one of those battles. Mm-hmm. But to be fair to mm-hmm. the MLS, everyone likes one nine and they like to have a ten in behind. So it's never yeah. really like that. Yeah, and games never really get too physical. Yeah. yeah, one of the one of the games that I enjoyed watching uh, was Schuler versus Josie. Yeah, and I'm just looking at. I was, I was still on the bench at this point. And I'm looking at these dudes like, oh my god, this is too giants yeah. going out to battle right now and i'm yeah. i'm out here on the bench weighing like 140 <laughs> pounds looking at this like oh my days <laughs> yeah, those those um those like josie yeah josie's a big guy yeah josie's a big yeah. guy you know Adi, yeah a, oh. you have to you have to be able to mix it you have to be mm-hmm. able to mix it mm-hmm. but, or at least just be aggressive because there was a guy who i played with uh bobby zamora and he i played against him a few times but when he came to the club he said something 
which I thought was really interesting. And it then took me back to all the times when I played against him before. And he said, going to any game, he'd look at the two centre-backs, decide which one was the weakest, and then he would play on them for the full 90 minutes mm-hmm. and just bully them relentlessly. And I was, I was like, yeah, yeah, never did that to me. It was always, it was always yeah, the other guy. Yeah, it must be nice. It the, oh, it was so, so nice. He would walk right up to me and I would say, yo, Ned, <laughs> but come the, here. That's, that's, how, that's like, that's the way some games pan out, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, so back to music. So I, like you say, you listen to everything, quotation Mo- marks. Most things, most things. Quotation marks. Like I will listen to anything that sounds good sounds and is, good. Made, and is yeah. made well doesn't need mm-hmm. to necessarily fall within a certain bracket but my love is rap music mm-hmm. and i prefer a lot of the more underground lyrical type stuff mm-hmm. that's really what i'm into but you uh, you actually have to accept me on apple music I'm i, I taking requested my time. you and yeah, you yeah, haven't accepted yeah, it yet yeah, just keep waiting just keep waiting <laughs> but one of the things um with apple music which you mentioned which is a bit tricky is that it shows everything that you're currently listening to mm-hmm so what's the last thing that you listened to which might raise a few eyebrows? Oh, my date. Well, so sometimes before I go to sleep. Uh, oh, gosh, here we go. Yeah, well, I put in, I just type in sad violin music. Excuse me? Sad violin music. Very, you know, low key. Um, but, yo, it sounds good. And it's very calming. Sad violin music. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Are you sure? A little, a nice little piano. Do you want me to get Ryan to edit this out or are you happy to stick yo, with that? Yeah, I stick with that. Oh, we've got some sad violin oh. music. See, see, even this is this is like a little too. This it's is a, too upbeat. It's too. I need a little piano in there. A little. You think so? Almost, almost like an instrumental, if you will, and like a rap instrumental. And this is oh, you mean like the lo-fi type stuff? Yeah, or whatever. yeah. This, this but is, it's got to have violin and piano. This is really, really interesting. Mm-hmm. So that hmm, and it did raise an eyebrow. You're right. This did raise an eyebrow. Mm. For me, the thing that catches me out is obviously I'm into my like my underground rap and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I'm really bumping like Royce the Five Nines and your album at the minute. It's like powerful, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But then at the same time, I do like to check on other things. So the thing I've been checking on recently has just been um, the new Justin Bieber album. Ah, uh, yeah. But, Aaron loves that. But then it shows an apple. What's he been listening to? Here's Justin Bieber, and here's some really hard, deep <laughs> yeah, rap music. Yeah, and it's not—it doesn't bother anyone else except for one guy called Mark Monroe, who who's into like the hard rap like me, and he mm. roasts me anytime <laughs> I listen to but one track that's not part of the narrative of me. Yeah, 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 He finishes me off, but all I'm doing is just—I'm just having a quick listen, and I'm dipping back out, just checking it out. But you know, I can't escape it. If you were in a full car, like say we were in Tucson or wherever, and we're traveling to a game or mm-hmm. to the training ground. And you were given the aux cord. Um, how long do you reckon people would let you have it for? Yeah, the whole ride. You think your music's that hot, or you wouldn't let them have it? No, my music's hot. And I what, got yeah. What type of stuff would you be playing? Sad violin music. <laughs> Definitely, that's no, that's. So, I, I keep that. Uh, <laughs> I keep that uh, for myself. So, so upbeat violin music. I mean, maybe if it, if there's some good lyrics on it. What's the uh, ah four minor? Yeah. That's a great song. So what would you play then? Say you're in a car now with just mm-hmm. five random members of this team that we have. Okay. Go to uh, Mac Miller, Best Day Ever. Okay. 
rock guests, but now I'm rocking clothes that ain't in the stores yet. Travel back in time, I'm in a vortex, trying to make a workout, think I need more reps. Used to take a bus, now the boy Gets me in a good mood, everyone knows it. So this is 20 Minute Journey, so you need to give me some tracks. Okay. Are you just going to loop that? J. Cole. Which, what, um, just J. Cole. The London. Um, recently, uh, A Boogie with the hoodie. Uh-huh. Uh, numbers. It's a good song. Um, I'm going to pull up my phone real quick. Yeah, go for it. It's right there. Here we go. Uh-huh. Ooh. Ocean remix, a little more. Th- that's Carol G and Jesse Reyes. It's a little softer. Okay. So you don't think that would be the point where the chord is taken away from you? No, because I know that everyone. I know at least if Aaron's in the car, Tate's in the car, they appreciate good music, just but- as you do, a connoisseur of music, and they would enjoy that. <laughs> um. Yeah, Heart on Ice. Let's see. Found You, Casbo. You Should Be Sad, Tiesto Remix. Tiesto Remix. You think mm-hmm. that's going to go down well in a car on the way somewhere? 100%. Ooh, Russ. Russ is super smooth. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Got Kyle into that recently. Yeah. <laughs> um... Again, I got some Meek Mill. Machine Gun Kelly has some good ones. All right. Well, all this then you can pick. Or on the on the playlist, there will be three new songs as selected by Justin Glad, and I get. I think you'll be able to figure out which three they'll be because they'll be really sad and they'll have violins and no a little shot. bit of piano. I'm gonna mix it up and I'm gonna. Yeah, don't pick anything yet. Don't pick anything yet. It'll okay. Be a surprise, yeah. So, back to something else but a bit more fun now because you've been tense for a while you know, yeah, can relax yeah. your shoulders now you can yeah. sit back a well, little bit yeah. just some would you rathers yeah mm. would you rather be Drake or Lionel Messi man oh man man there's so Not many again. different yeah dude probably Drake do you think so yeah <sighs> why is that Drake um well again from one rapper to another i want i'm a rapper um choking <laughs> it so you're not a footballer no all right cool we'll just disregard I, messi dude, plays actually, your sport dude, yeah that's no that's actually ridiculous Is it, no, I, feel, no i gotta no be wrong. messy i gotta be messy no, i take no, it back there's no there's no wrong there's no right answer there's no like, i know but if i'm going down as arguably the best soccer player in history and the, and with all the accolades and so not that so you wouldn't want to be the most successful musician or whatever or artist possibly. Well, in that's history. the thing. When it comes down to lifestyle, Drake's lifestyle is insane, dude. He's going to all these basketball games. Anywhere he goes, he's automatically it's it's, so it's like fame, message. not clout. So like, so like <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what that's about. What's oh your my mouth? goodness. Yeah. Okay, so you so you're gonna take Messi still? Are you sure? Dude. Nah, go back to Drake. Yeah, Drizzy. Go back to Drake. So how about right now? Would you rather be Zion Williamson or LeBron James? LeBron James. Why? Um, first of all, again, he's arguably best player ever. Mm-hmm. I mean, you might. I'm talking right now. To yeah, me right now, yeah. right now. But I, I, and the things he's done, uh, I respect all the things he's done off the off the off the court. Mm-hmm. Um, but who's to say Zion won't won't? Which is why I asked the question, my yeah. friend. Would you rather see the road ahead or look back and say and look at the journey? 
Yeah. That's the question. For Yeah. I'll be, I'd actually, now that you say that, I'd be Zion because I can create that road oh. and I have a 48 inch vertical. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So from a soccer's perspective, would you rather play for Barcelona or Real Madrid? Barcelona. Um, with the U.S. national team that we've been speaking about, would you rather become a regular for the full national team this year or win Olympic gold for the national team this summer? Win Olympic gold. There'll be time to... Well, the question doesn't talk about time. Talk yeah. about this year. But you can only win Olympic gold once. Okay. that's I respect that because I love the Olympics. Yeah. Um, again, would you, you... You overheard this in a previous podcast. Would you never listen to music again or never watch football again? Or never watch soccer again? I know this might come as a shock to some people, but I would, I would never watch football again. That's interesting. Yeah. Music is, I listen to music probably 50% of the time I'm awake. Okay. So, like, I don't know. Every time I'm in a car, I got to have music on. Every time you're out and about hearing, like, if you're in a club or whatever, uh -huh. like, uh, yeah. And I don't, to be fair, I don't really watch a lot of soccer anyway. That's fair. That's fair, yeah. Um, from a music standpoint, would you rather have a be a one hit wonder and make millions upon millions because of that song, mm -hmm. or have a consistent body of work, but all you get is respect and not and you're never rich? Yeah, I'll take the millions. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, bro. <laughs> for sure, I'll for sure take the money. All right. So then that same question again, but this time related to soccer. Would you rather be the best in the league for a year? Or have a good career, but never be spoken about in terms of being elite. Like you're talking We're just talking. one year, just one year, and the rest of it is irrelevant. Or you could have loads of relevant years where you deem to be good. And you're saying I'm either making again millions or no, 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 millions was we made it financial with the music, but mm -hmm. now we're talking just pure, almost legacy. Yeah. I'm going for the legacy, for sure. So you're going long term. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's that's interesting the way you see sport and music in two different ways. Yeah. Well, because both things realistically with the one-hit wonder or being the best in the league for years, it's like it's fame, it's clout, it's whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah. So why is it different with music but different and sport? Why? Cuz I don't know. I feel like when it comes when it comes to music, I the whole point for me there are so many other artists that I enjoy listening to that I can enjoy yeah. and I don't I don't need to make my own music. Um and again, if I have millions in the bank, I'm I'm enjoying my life. I'm living I'm living the life that I want to live. Um but when it comes to sports, there's sort of a honestly a pride aspect again. I don't know if you're contradicting yourself though, because I, if you if you I had am that, a little bit if you had that hot year playing like the best in the league for a year, think what that's gonna get you. It's the same as being a one hit wonder. <sighs> Yeah, but like, it's different, dude. It's, it's the it same. is different. It's the same, dude. It's the same. <laughs> nah, I would for sports. I'm doing the long term. I because again, it's about consistency, bro. Yeah. But music is could is also about consistency. Is all, but I want I want my money if it comes. In, I want the money. Right. So basically, you're saying you'd be a sellout in music, but then you want to have a career in soccer. Yeah. That is exactly what I'm saying. All right. Well, to close. I've been looking forward to this bit. I've like kept it on ice for so, so long. Uh, Ryan doesn't know anything about this. Uh, and I don't think you'll know much about this. Probably <clears> not. So, I'm going to try and lead you down a path. All right. But feel free to jump off and do whatever you want. All right. I'll just take take the lead, yeah. So, there's a num there are two numbers 
One of them is 160. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The other one is 1,249. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just if you just had to pick a number, which would you pick? Well, 160. Why would you go 160? Just because I think you thought I was going to pick the other one. Nah, nah, I told you. I'm going to lead the way anyway. Okay. So what you're saying is you would take 1249. Because say if it was money or whatever, yeah, like you take 1249. Yeah. Yeah. So if you have 1249 and you have, we're throwing to this now, Kim Kardashian. Yeah. <laughs> and you, what do 1249, Kim Kardashian and Justin Glad have in common? One, two, four, nine. One, two, four, nine. And me and Kim Kardashian. Yes. What do we have in common? Yes. There's something that l- links the three of you. Uh, I mean, besides exceptional good looks, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> just, just try and think, yeah? All right, all right. Um, this one, is this two, is very, nine. very interesting bit of trivia. Like, do you expect me to get this? Or? No, 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 no. Okay. No, 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 no. No, but if you got it, fair play to you. Okay. One, two, four, nine. Kim Kardashian. One, two, four, nine, Kim, Kim Kardashian. Ooh. Dude, I got, confusion. I got, you, got nothing. Do you give up? I got nothing, yeah. Right. So, the Kim Kardashian link is she was in Paris and uh. she was robbed at gunpoint for $10 million worth of jewelry. Yeah, and the one two four nine is how many days ago it was, because that was the second of October twenty sixteen, and that would have been the biggest news story of the day, but it wasn't because that was the last time you scored a goal, one thousand two hundred and forty nine <laughs> days ago. Yeah, that is absurd. One thousand two hundred and forty nine oh days ago is the last time you scored a goal. Mm-hmm. So that is what you have in common with Kim, Kim Kardashian is that you made news on that day. Damn. But, you know, who's counting anyway? I who's wasn't count? Counting. Who's yeah. counting? Whatever. <laughs> I wasn't counting. I wasn't counting. But with that, I want to say thank you very much for coming in, my guy. I know you've got a very busy lifestyle. Yeah. Doing nothing. Nothing yeah. much. I got a meeting I got to run off to right now. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. Yeah. So thanks for coming on. Thanks for being honest as well. Like, I, I really, really enjoyed that. Thanks, producer Ryan in the back, king of all producers. Again, better than Dr. Dre himself. Thanks to Mountaineer Studios, Draper, Utah, and listeners. A big thank you. Like, I hope you're still enjoying it. Please give us as much feedback as possible. Find us, um, well, speak to the club on Rail Salt Lake on pretty much every social media platform. Please send your voice memos to digital at rsl.com. And Justin, you're on Instagram, aren't you? You're hungry for followers, aren't you? Uh, it's whatever. Yeah, what's, what's, your, what's your handle on that? Uh, Justin with an E instead of an I, because uh, people always get that wrong. Yeah. Uh, underscore glad. There we go. So please go and find him, and please look out for the playlist on Spotify as well, the Kickback playlist. There'll be a link somewhere in the galaxy, and I hope you can find it. But until next time. Happy Ryan. Oof. Yo, I'm sweating in here. This guy was asking <laughs> some tough ass questions. No, it's good, man. Well done. Love that. What a great bit of trivia, right? <laughs>